Hello and welcome to Mashley at the Movies. I am Matt. I am Ashley. And we're joined today by our friends Kirsten and Garrett. Hey guys. Hello. <laughs> um, we are back today with another episode of our 12 Days of Christmas, where every day leading up to Christmas, we talk about a movie that's either about Christmas or has some Christmas scenes in it, or is just about the holidays in general. And today's movie is from 2004. It's called Christmas with the Cranks, and Garrett is going to tell us a little bit about it. So Christmas with the Cranks is yet another Tim Allen Christmas movie. Uh, it's uh, it's based off the book Saving Chris or Skipping Christmas. Uh, so the premise is that this uh, married couple, Tim Allen and uh, Jamie Lee Curtis, are not going to have Christmas with their daughter. This will be their first Christmas without her. Uh, and in either uh, an opportunity or a selfish mood, depending on how you would define it, they decide that, at least Tim Allen decides, they are going to save thousands of dollars if they simply skip Christmas and go on a cruise. And there is a big kerfuffle about it (laughs) in the community. And that's the synopsis of Christmas with the Cranks. So, Kirsten, what are your what are your thoughts on this movie? Um, I I like the ambiance of Christmas in this town. I like that the neighborhood is very into Christmas and decorations, apart from the cranks. Uh, but specifically, I don't really care for the cranks in general. For Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis, I I just couldn't really get on their side, even even when I think. I was supposed to be when they're having a redeeming moment. I was still just not that into them, but I did love a lot of neighborhood characters and the the funny neighbors and his, especially the across the street old man and his uh, sick wife. Yeah, I think I pretty much agree with you. Um, I did not care for the cranks. I I really didn't understand. Why I can understand wanting to save money, and they they talked about how they spent six thousand dollars last Christmas. I can understand wanting to spend a little, to spend less, and to maybe go on a cruise. Um, I don't understand why they became so, or at least Tim Allen, became so you know vehemently against anything Christmas related. Um, you know, they wouldn't even buy a tree or buy a calendar from the the policemen who were selling it for charity. I mean, it just seemed to be. A strange extreme and they seem to be creating conflict where it didn't need to be so I couldn't really get behind them and I also felt I mean there were a few nice neighbors but in general I thought the way that the neighbors treated them was pretty horrible too I mean I think you could make a good comedy around the idea of um, you know s- skipping Christmas or um, going against you know the expectations of what everyone thinks you should be doing at Christmas but I don't know. It just seemed like both sides were so extreme that it didn't feel grounded in reality. And so that there really was no humor in it for me. That, that's my thought. So I was shocked when I was watching this movie <laughs> because I, 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 I almost stopped watching it because I thought it was so bad. Um, and I looked on, uh, online and I saw that it was, uh, first of all, like Garrett said, it's based on the book, Skipping Christmas, but it's by John Grisham. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of really good movies based on John Grisham books. Um, and then it was the, adapted for the screen by Chris Columbus. I mean, this has got a good, at least in the writing category, a good pedigree. 
Now, the director, Joe Roth, is only, I looked him up, too. He's only done six movies. He did one more movie after this. Uh, I didn't recognize any of his other ones, mm-hmm. so I don't know whether he's the issue here. Um, and, I, and I hate to be pointing people out like that, but, I mean, the, the thing is, too, you've got, like, Tim Allen, Jamie Lee Curtis, Dan Aykroyd. You've got M. Emmett Walsh, who plays, you know, the old guy across the street that Kirsten mentioned. Um, you've got Austin Pendleton, who, you know, the Muppet movie, a whole bunch of other stuff. <laughs> Tom Poston, you know, Comedy Gold from New Hard and before and after then. You've got a lot of talent here. And everything was falling flat for me. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> the wacky hijinks that weren't wacky. Yeah. If anything, they were just cringe-inducing. Mm-hmm. And the thing that I really want to... I didn't get it. I, I did not get it all was this whole premise. So their daughter is gone away for like the Peace Corps or something mm-hmm. um, and she's so there I think that's kind of got uh, Tim Allen and Jamie Lee Curtis's characters deflated mm-hmm. for the holidays so they decide to go on a cruise and because of that in order I guess to afford the cruise which was three thousand mm-hmm. dollars they're skipping Christmas in in the sense of like they're not even gonna do anything right. anyway. they even they have, a, they have a moment right where they say they're not they usually donate money to uh, the local church mm-hmm. They're not doing that this year, right. which so the the, the cruise <laughs> the cruise is only half of what they spent the previous year for Christmas. So I don't know why they had to completely cancel their Christmas and maybe just make you know maybe do smaller gifts or yeah. whatever. And if they are if they're giving money every year to their church, I have to think that they are regular churchgoers or they think something of the church, right? And I can't believe that that would be something they just completely get rid of doing and the other okay here's the other thing i don't know what how much tim allen's character makes i don't know what the finances of the household are like but he's talking about like this this cruise is very last minute decision and they have like you know we we got to scrunch up three thousand dollars for this so we're not doing anything for christmas but like when he you know when he's in his office like his christmas decorations are already up this is not like you know, June or July. It's not the middle of the year and he's making this decision and going to have to save up for the next six months. It, we're, we're in Christmas season. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how is he, how is he, what kind of money does, does he potentially make or have that he can just decide within, I don't know, a week or two's time he's, that he's going to save up $3,000 mm-hmm. and then it's going to just be able to... I, I, <laughs> there, I have questions. <laughs> I have questions. I'm sorry, I've talked a lot. I'm throwing it back to you, Garrett and Kirsten. But <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I mean, it's not a good movie, right? <laughs> uh, but let's just—I don't know. What are we really comparing this movie to? Because you know, I'm not going to be like, all right, uh, Citizen Kane, Casablanca, <laughs> Christmas with the Cranks. But you know, we live in a world nowadays, especially when it comes to Christmas, that content is key king, right? Uh, Every week, there's a new Hallmark Christmas movie. And, I mean, they're just churning them out with B actors, B writers, and C directors. Uh, And, you know, sometimes they hit gold, and then sometimes they're completely insufferable. Uh, So when it comes to Christmas with the Cranks, I mean, Matt, you brought up it's an all-star cast. And I think it's an uncredited role, but correct me if I'm wrong, isn't Jason Patrick the criminal in the car? Oh, I don't know. I, I, was... I, 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 it's not it's a dead ringer for Jason Patrick it yeah. was actually real funny because I was also re-watching The Lost Boys when I was uh, 
watch <laughs> right around watching this one. But um, so if we're just comparing it to Christmas movies, all right, I'm, this has got to be in the top at least twenty percent. Uh, they do have good actors, and Dan Aykroyd has a great performance. You know, the the kid from Malcolm in the Middle does have a good performance. Uh, now, so Tim Allen has that shtick, right? Where he's a, a really cranky guy, but also has some wholesomeness and, uh, you know, learns his lesson at the end. You know, it worked for the Santa Claus, right? Yeah, yeah. I, this movie, it just, it just simply didn't. Like, he is just, I mean, the entire movie until, like, one scene is just insufferable. Uh, and, I mean, I think Jamie Lee Curtis is probably the best part of the movie, but even she doesn't save it. Uh, you know, she's probably, you know, the angel in the air while he's the devil. And it's still, you know, she just kind of takes all this abuse from him. And, you know, finally, I actually think what bothers me the most about this movie is, you know, usually if you have a movie like this, the message is, you know, something like the greater good or, uh, you know, the charity or even the religious aspects of Christmas. In this movie, the hero was literally uh, the materialism. Like, it had to be Frosty the Snowman. It had to be the presents under the tree. It had to be the hickory honey ham that they had to get from the grocery store. Like, that was, that is what made Christmas. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, okay, this is, like, if you're at least going to tell the story, at least give us a good message. But, it, yeah. Yeah. I think everyone kind of is in agreement here. Everything just fell flat. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Like any any principle that they had against consumerism and Christmas by the end of the movie is thrown out mm-hmm. because that's what wins in the end. And that's what it, I felt like the movie was trying to tell us, oh, they should have been doing this, you know, the whole time. They should have never even considered, you know, not putting Frosty on the roof and doing all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, this was how it was supposed to be all along. So... Yeah, that's that's not good. Um, oh, it might be worth watching just to see Cheech as a cop. Oh yeah, yes, <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> and David Lander, who just died recently from the old Laverne and Shirley show, he has a cameo in here in the tanning parlor. <laughs> um, you know, it's oh, weird because they they weren't eschewing consumerism; they were just wanting to save money to go on a cruise, right? So. There wasn't even the anti-consumerism message, as, as Garrett just said, because they embraced it at the end. Um, and I get it. I mean, the the you know Christmas has lots of different um, meanings to different people, right? And a lot of times, what we see nowadays is the more secular consumerist version of it. Um, and I get it. I mean, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna fault the Christmas movie for necessarily embracing that, but um, there wasn't a lot of there there you know and so something i was thinking about afterward i'm like well they did decide to change plans and not go on the cruise when they found out their daughter was actually going to come back for christmas um and but that kind of got i felt like if there was some kind of emotional hook there like oh because i thought to myself well then it became really clear to me like oh so they really were only doing this cruise as a substitute for not having their daughter around I'm like, there could have been an emotional hook with that. They could have explored that more. Mm-hmm. But instead, kind of like going back to what Garrett was saying, instead, they just made it all about the snowman and the tree and the lights. 
And yes, they were doing all of that because their daughter was coming home. But I felt like the emotional message got a little lost. Um, now, that being said, I know I've swam about this movie. <laughs> but this movie was going to get like a zero or a one from me. But the last, I don't know, 20 minutes, 30 minutes kind of salvaged it for me. Because here's the thing. Tim, Tim Allen is, is a good, charismatic actor. Um, and I was wondering where all that was during like the first 75% of this movie. Mm-hmm. And then in the last 20 minutes or so, he brings it. You know, um, He kind of has this, this epiphany, I guess, as much as this movie can allow him to have an epiphany. You know, he, and he, he becomes nicer and he kind of starts thinking through things and he does nice things um, or a nice thing. Um, and the, and the neighborhood who previously has been really, I think Ashley, you said something about it. Like the neighbors aren't very nice and, um, they start to become nice and they all come together and it's really wonderful and cheery and very Christmassy. And I, that salvaged it at least to a certain point for me. Mm -hmm. Um, and I know that that's kind of your, your, your typical trite Christmassy type movie, but Hey, why else are we really watching Christmas movies? You know? Yeah, and I did like that last section where, you know, the neighborhood was all decorated and it was snow-covered and it looked very Christmassy, too. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, Kirsten, Garrett, what are you, any, any, any final thoughts? No, I, I agree. I think the if, if this wasn't a Christmas movie, uh, I don't even think we'd be talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. <laughs> All right, so uh, what's your what are your scores? I'll start with you, Kirsten. What would you give this out of ten? Um, if I'm putting it with the rest of the Christmas movies we watched <laughs> this year, I'm gonna put it at a five, okay. right in the middle, above most Hallmark, below most other ones. <laughs> Garrett, uh, just slightly below average. So I'll give it a four. All right, Ashley, I'll give it a three. Okay, I'm a three and a half. Um, so our score is a 3.9, and it is on the tomato meter. Are you ready for this? <laughs> so the critic score on the tomato meter is a rotten 5%. So <laughs> only 5% of critics like this. Yeah. Uh, did I mention I actually saw this when it came out in theaters? Oh, you did? Oh, wow. Yeah. You said 2005? 2004. 2004. So I'd have been uh, like a 19-year-old uh sophomore in college coming home for break my parents wanted to go to a movie and they took me and my sister mm-hmm. uh and i just remember like me and my sister just i was too young to really appreciate like the whole you know christmasy feel stuff and we're just this is terrible why <laughs> why did you take us to see this movie what did your parents like it oh they loved it <laughs> did you get a general did you get a general sense from the audience what they thought of it uh, so you introduced me to a, uh, uh, a new, uh, phrase. This would have been a few years ago. Uh, this would very much fall into it. Baby boomer catnip. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's very much right up, uh, you know, very wholesome. Well, it's actually not the most wholesome, but, um, wholesome Christmas feel to it. And it just... I know something about Tim Allen and Christmas just it, it just happens. Yeah, people. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, okay. Audience score on this was the thirty-eight percent. So 
We're pretty much in line with that. Yeah, we are. 3.9 from us. Um, we're not baby boomers. <laughs> uh, so we're not, it's not higher than that. But uh, yeah. So that is Christmas with the Cranks. Um, your mileage may vary on it. And <laughs> uh, Kristen Garrett, thank you for joining us again. Um, Merry Christmas to you both. Yeah.